that thing you just That was a mic check. Was but, it, but it wasn't. It wasn't? No. Why, what was it? Well, it was an annoying ditty, <laughs> is what I would call it. Will it be stuck in your head for the rest of the episode? I mean... Yeah, your shit tends to bounce around in there for a day or two. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's it's not unlike a cancer. <laughs> it's kind of clings. Well, you know, that's, yeah. that, and I, I'm an innovator. That's what I do. I, I, I innovate. That's who I am. That's what I do. I don't, you know. What? You can't keep calling yourself these things. Well, why not? Well, because you're, you're not a hedonist. You're not an innovator. Did you? I mean, you are like of all the things to call yourself. <laughs> you are decidedly not innovating anything <laughs> at any time. Oh come on! <laughs> what name one thing oh. you've innovated? Uh huh. <laughs> you would think a person in innovation would have something ready to go. I've innovated uh, many things. <laughs> I'm constantly, the thing is, I, it's hard to name them because I'm constantly innovating. Yeah. It's iterative. It's hard to name them because there aren't any things to name. <laughs> Let me just clarify that for you right no, off the bat. I, I, I'm, I'm always innovating like systems, like things in my life that, that You're take always care of. innovating systems. Yes. <laughs> things that I do. This very podcast runs Guys, on the way I've if innovated. If there's a system, I've probably innovated it. <laughs> I'm always innovating systems. <laughs> I mean, my own personal systems, oh. you know, like this podcast. Look around you. All of this stuff. I am the one. Do you who... call them systems all the time? Like in your head, like your relationships are just systems that are main that needs to be maintained. You're fucking data. Time. It's time to run maintenance. You're an Android. <laughs> time to run maintenance on that relationship with Zumbo. <laughs> Got to run a defrag on that relationship with Zumbo. My friendship with Zumbo has become fragmented. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you're not alone in being able to say that. I'm taking some responsibility for that. Oh my god, that's good stuff! Welcome to the minute, yeah, everybody. The minute. Oh, this is so good this to be back. This is the show where we innovate systems. <laughs> it is good to be back. It's been too long. I know we had a stupid right? snowstorm, we had some snow day nonsense. Ugh, ridiculous! What a yeah. waste of time. They're not. <laughs> See, this is what? again. I have a real. What do you mean? What a snowstorm can't be a waste of time. Why not? Because it has no purpose. Correct. Other than just being what it is. That's my point. No, I mean ever. So like you expecting it to have a purpose is ridiculous. I wish it would innovate and come up with There's a purpose for itself. Because yeah, it's a waste of time. Innovate the snow system, buddy. Please. <laughs> Holy I mean, we, shit. Don't, we don't live someplace where you like just go out and play in the snow. I mean, you could, but we don't live like in, in Vail, Colorado, no, where snow where is could, very like, useful. Really, you could get after it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean. Sure. But there were some sledders in your neighborhood, I imagine. Yeah, the kids a across the street. A toboggan made some, or two. Was, I saw some were snowmen. Brought down from the garage rafters. Yeah, some snowmen were built. Snowmen were built, see? Yeah, which is that, great. I love seeing one snowmen. One lone snowman. Built, love. built by a, let's say, a happy, soaked-to-the-bone seven-year-old is worth it. Okay. What do you mean? I'll take that. What do you mean, brother? I do like it's, when... There's no storm is a waste of time. I do like to see a snowman. That yeah, was of course you do. <laughs> built by a child. They're God fun. damn it. I mean, even if it's not, even if it's not good. How about you, know, you I still innovate like your own them. goddamn systems? <laughs> How about you look inward on that innovation <laughs> tip? Huh? Let's point the mirror in the other direction. Huh? <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Go inward on inward. that, buddy. Yep. That's right. 
introspection. Minute 62. 62? Yep. It's going to be good. How are we even there? Well, because we've done 61 other minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have, haven't we? We did. Yeah. We did all Whether of them. you wanted them or not. Yeah, you got we them. We did them. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and now they exist in cyberspace, you know, potentially forever. Epitode. 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 <laughs> what is an epitode? Uh, it's that, like a toad that relieves your uh, your allergies, your analgesics. <laughs> yeah, you shove that thing in your heart, <laughs> that toad, and the tongue. Like I'm having a reaction. <laughs> Quick, my epitoad. Grab the epitoad. <laughs> it's in my wallet. Inject it into my leg. Quick. You can't keep a toad in your wallet. <laughs> you can't keep a. Duck. It's in that shoebox with holes in it that I carry around everywhere. You Quick, can't, can't keep, get me my epitoad. Can't keep a duck in your pocket either. <laughs> Says the duck in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, this is a really good one. <laughs> By the way, that is a duck in my pocket because I'm never happy to see you. <laughs> Episode 62 will be... It's a great minute. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Uh, 62 is the atomic number for Samarium. <laughs> That's right. That's where we're at with the numbers game. <laughs> With the numerology, we're at Samarium, buddy. Is it named after Samaria for any reason? I think it was originally sourced in the Samarian area. Oh, okay. Samarian area. Samarian area. Samarian area. Samarian area. It's a band name. Called it. Can't have it. It's mine. (laughs) We are Samarian area. We love you. Good night. (laughs) You don't love that? I do. That's good. Well, that's a silvery, slick metal. Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> that is often used in magnets No kidding Yeah, as part of a magnet makeup Oh, that's cool Yeah I like magnets <laughs> Don't you like magnets? They're fun I don't not like magnets <laughs> I mean, when I have a metal thing that I want to stick to another metal thing Yeah I love magnets no. <laughs> That's when I love them that's It's it. like real, it's circumstantial for me though okay, so I won't very, say I love them all the time a Very narrow band of Love for magnets. Yeah, but, uh, but but boy, do I love them when I get the chance. Yeah. I mean, I really love them. They can be very useful. Very useful. Very useful. We use them constantly in, in, in stagecraft. Exactly. And theater tech. Yeah. yeah. I would think you would like We're them all about electromagnets. Electromagnets. For releasing things. Yeah, exactly. You send a current. Turn it off. It turns on. You just kill that current. It turns off. It's very useful. And the thing drops immediately. Things can drop. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I've rigged with electromagnets uh, millions of times. Wow. Probably a couple dozen, <laughs> but still a lot. Yeah, I've used them a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. I never thought that that's what it was. Oh but yeah, that's very cool. Oftentimes, in, in, on this level of theater, there are probably better things. The more money you have to spend, sure. But on at this level, we use a lot of electromagnetic releases and things like that. I like that. Yeah, for say a kabuki drop or something like that. For say a kabuki drop, <laughs> <laughs> which is also very fun to say. Yeah, it is kabuki drop. Fun to watch too when it <laughs> happens. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So wait, what? We're not done. Oh, we got more numbers. Yeah. Lamb well, on one other. The, the guard for the for the Niners in the eighties, maybe earlier than the eighties, seventies and eighties. Uh, fellow by the name of Guy McIntyre. Oh yeah, Guy McIntyre. Remember Guy McIntyre? <laughs> sure. I only bring him up because he has the most gumshoey name <laughs> in all of <laughs> offensive linemen. Noir, <laughs> noir offensive lineman yeah, guy he's, McIntyre. He's so noiry. <laughs> like you expect to see him holding his helmet, but he's got a cigar <laughs> sticking out, and he's got a trench coat on over his pads. She first walked into the locker room. 
on a late Friday night. <laughs> I love it. I was sitting in an ice bath. Guy McIntyre. <laughs> I was sitting in an noir, ice bath. Noir offensive lineman. That's so good. That is so good. <laughs> I knew she was trouble from the moment she walked in. From she, the moment he ran up the middle. <laughs> I knew this was going to be trouble. <laughs> Guy McIntyre, noiry lineman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, there you go, Guy there McIntyre, go. sixty-two. Yeah, I can block for you, <laughs> but it's going to cost you. <laughs> Listen here, Dame. <laughs> I've had to pull on blocks my whole life. That's nothing new to me. See, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guy McIntyre. Yeah, it's really good. I think our next podcast is writing itself. Hey, Montana, you want me to block this guy? Pour me a drink. <laughs> did I trust him? No. Did I have to work with him? You're goddamn right. I did. <laughs> this, this, this is That's great. really good. This is so good, dude. Guy McIntyre, noir offensive lineman. Noir offensive lineman. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah, get at us on Twitter. Yeah. We'll write that up for you. <laughs> Flesh up us flesh we'll that out. It out. Uh, well, shall we watch it? Is that what we do now? Yeah. It's been so long. I know, right? I don't it's remember how this goes. But we yeah, watch the now minute we now? watch a minute and then we talk about it. Just any minute? Well, this particular Ep- minute, 62. 62. Yeah, they match up with the number. Guy McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. He's not fucking around. No, not with he, Bruce. Shelley is not fucking around. Not with Bruce. Not nor, tonight. Nor with Harriet. No. No. I mean, first first and foremost, not with Bruce. <laughs> right? He might fuck around with Harriet. A little. If the circumstances were a little different. Yeah. You know? You know, Bruce goes to the can a couple minutes. You know? <laughs> to the can? <laughs> well, I mean, Bruce. Boy, buddy, I need a bigger window. <laughs> well, if Bruce, I'm going to start fucking with a guy's wife. Bruce is clearly diabetic. And he could be oh, in so there. He's just in there. He could be in there for long either, swaths, either for of a time. while or a lot. You know what I mean? Probably both. Well, so, for a while, maybe you could get away with, but repeated little intervals, it'd be still be tough. That would make it very tough. Maybe tougher just, that way. It would be, but it ratchets right? up like the the <laughs> expectation, like the you know the an- anticipation. Now we have to wait. Yep. There we go. Well done. <laughs> That's at Bill Weingarten. <laughs> Just stops in the middle of a word to prove a point. <laughs> but okay, he's not fucking with. He's not fucking with either of them. No, that's what we. That's, that's what he's really. This is a very. This is a Shelley heavy minute. Yep. Right, and yep. we love those. Yep. Almost as much as we like Ricky heavy minutes. <laughs> and it's Ricky heavy. But we get a little. We get a little Ricky too. This is the two. This is the. This is the this first is, time we've seen them together, buddy. Really since the bar at the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. 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 And it's our two favorite guys. I mean, it's everyone's two favorite guys. Number one and number it's two. It's one and two in the rankings. In our rankings. Yeah. And in our hearts. Right. These are the two. These are really the two heroes of the movie, right? Like, so like, I think if you have to name a hero or two, it's right. them. Yeah. yeah. They have the two big stories Shelley's big story and then the right. Roma's story That's about right. Link. That's right. And this is where they intersect. Exactly. In the next couple. Right. So this is very exciting. It's very exciting. It is exciting. So Dave Moss has just stormed out of the building. I feel like it's important to, to say that again. Right. And Shelley is sort of in a bit of a daze after he He is leaves. a little dazed yeah. and confused. Uh, but Ricky tries to get him back. That's right. Right? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Come on. Well, the first, yeah. Come on. Come on. 
Yeah, right. You got him in the kitchen, right? Did you yeah, say something like that? Got him in the kitchen. Got yeah. him in the kitchen. You're, what in are your, you? you're in your shirt sleeves. You're in your shirt sleeves. <laughs> which, at mo- which point he takes his jacket off. Well, that's I have that note too. Yeah. It, he Brilliant. starts to get very comfortable here. He does. He's, he's get- like, I know Shelly's got a story. <laughs> Better get comfy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take this jacket off. I ain't going nowhere for Loosen a while. Loosen this tie. Yeah. <laughs> he does too. When he sits down, he loosens the tie. Like he really yeah. is. He's getting, he's in for the long haul. Right. He knows that there's a, a yarn of being spun. <laughs> and he's also finally sort of taking advantage of the snow day they've gotten, right? Like the, 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 the That's robbery right. That's right. has caused like a, like a, we can't do any business today yeah. day. And finally he's like, oh, uh, I guess I don't really well, have to work right now. We posited that his snowman was poking at Dave Moss, <laughs> right? right? He recognized <laughs> it was a snow day even then. Right. He's like, what am I going to do to entertain myself today? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got it. Ricky, you've done it again. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Now I'll loosen the tie. So yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Now he's like, he's, he's settling like, uh, in with a movie and some hot cocoa. <laughs> exactly. And he's ready to listen. That's right. Yeah. He's not going to do any work no, now. No, he sure isn't. He's ready to hear the story. That's right. Yeah. So you got, you're in the kitchen, you got your shirt you're sleeves, shirt you got sleeves. your stats spread out. Yeah. That, that one I think is hilarious. Like I want to, Okay. <laughs> When we're in the bar yeah. with Link, yeah. what does he show him? A picture. <laughs> the, the brochure. <laughs> right, the brochure. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful rolling B- land. Bullshit. You yeah. know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And he gets it the It may sale. mean something to you. It right. may not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know anymore. <laughs> but here, he's la- Shelley is laying out the stats. That's right. So, Well, when you get it, I think what, what I thought was, and I probably should have kitchen. let you answer, I probably should have let you ask the question, but... Once you get into the financials of it all, where they have to start signing stuff, yeah, you want it's all stats. stats. Yeah, it's all stats at that point. And what are these stats, and how <laughs> accurate are they? I guess is the question, right? Because I mean, yeah, it could just be charts and graphs of bullshit. Because all he says about the stats is, well, and I don't even. You're right. Maybe it's about like other things, like well, school school districts, and yeah, it could be that and that kind of stuff. Or it could be like you know uh, appreciation of real estate. Here and there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It may not even be pertinent comps, to, the, to where they're selling. Like comparable yeah, it could be comparables, things, right? right? Yeah. Um, All that kind of stuff. Or it could just be general. Like, as you can see, over, real estate in the United States is the most valuable yes, thing you can buy, right? Yes. In the last 10 years or whatever. Or over 15 years, if this will be your payment. Exactly. To pay off eight, uni- eight units. Right. Yeah. Right? That kind of thing to financial right. stuff for them, what it's right. going to cost them. Right. Let's say. Yeah. By the way, eight units, 82,000? 10 grand a unit. That's not bad. No. <laughs> I think I want a couple of those units. Do you? A couple like of what? them. I mean, ten grand a unit doesn't sound like a much what I'm at all. Saying. For some land. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Beautiful, beautiful rolling. Let's land. go in on some units, buddy. How, how big? <laughs> how big is a unit? Do you think? We're talking like forty by twenty, That's the or thing. you know, we like, really don't know. And I don't know that any of the stats would bear out what a unit is. Yeah, exactly. Half an acre, an acre. It's I mean, what probably are we around at? an acre, or half an acre, or an uh-huh. acre, right? Wouldn't you think? At least a quarter of an acre, I would hope. Eight. Units. Mountain, Mountain View. <laughs> uh, what's a unit? <laughs> Jimmy Link. Uh, what's a unit? What, how, what's the size of a unit there? <laughs> My wife. I, <laughs> she wants to know. <laughs> Set me in here with a note. Oh, Jimmy Link. Jimmy <laughs> Link is going to bring the hammer down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the stats. Uh, the that stats. You got the makes stats so, spread out. Yeah. Makes me so curious to know what those stats are. But it is probably what, like working out your payments over the over the next however many years or whatever, yeah, it could right? Be that. Like that or like I, I always think of it as like how much they're going to make. Like it's these hypotheticals of like 
if you buy eight units, you could make, you know, over the course of your lifetime, you're going to make $100,000 off of this deal. Certainly there are things in the rest of this monologue in this minute that would certainly lead you to that. Right, because he's saying how he's much saying you know, how this lucrative is the bag of this money idea and could all be. That stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So uh, the stats, I love you got the yeah, stats you got the stats spread out. out. And then they get into the, the classic crumb cake joke, yeah. right? <laughs> well, first he says snap oh, out. Sorry to jump ahead. on you there, but no, first fine. he's like, come on, come on, snap out Yeah, of he it. does say snap out of it. And he like, yes. smacks him on the leg. Agreed. And Shelly at that point uh, is still sort of in a daze. Yes. And it's kind of like, like, what's he think? You know, he just watched Moss storm out. And yes, afterwards, you're thinking like now that I've seen the movie thousands of times or whatever, <laughs> he's thinking like, OK, is this guy going to turn me in? Is right. he going to Wisconsin? Right. Where is he going? Right. What about my he's already got his money. Right. What about my job with Graf? How's oh, that going to work out? You beat me to all this. Oh, I'm I have, sorry. No, it's fine. It's great because it's it's evident. You just got to it before I did. He. There's this moment where during the crumb cake gag, and this is sort of piggybacking on what you're saying, he he's looking in the office. He, Shelly is looking over his shoulder at where the interrogations are happening. He looks utterly concerned. Yeah. And it's as if like he just realized that he has no idea what Moss told the cops. <laughs> he has no clue yes. what happened in that office and made Dave so mad. And now I think he's just like, holy shit, what, what did they do to Dave and what did he say? Yeah. He has no idea. Exactly. But then he's got to snap out of it in a moment, which Lemon does brilliantly, switching gears, like seeing the gear switch on his face. He maybe does it better than anyone. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. (laughs) And he knows he has to switch gears and it's kind of like putting on that salesman hat when he has to in a moment's notice. He's got to tell Ricky the story so as to not arouse suspicion from Ricky. Right. But he definitely wears like some horror on his face for a minute. That's what that's what the how was the crumb cake and it woke it woke woke him up out of it. Right. Yeah. That, that's like, the, oh, oh, right. The crumb cake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I from love the, the store. Yeah. I love the crumb cake is the thing that wakes him up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, come on, snap out of it. No, he doesn't hear that. He doesn't. He taps him on the leg. Nothing. Yeah. And he's like the crumb cake. Yeah. Like, oh, the crumb cake. Oh, the crumb cake. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Like almost like that. Like salesmen sort of compare. The food they're served right, while yeah. on a sit exactly. all the time. Yeah, how was the right. co- how was how the coffee? How was the crumb cake? How was yeah. the coffee? Ugh. Yeah, you know. Yeah, eh, from the store. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Or no? Oh, from uh, a bakery. Or, and or it was homemade. Delicious. Yeah, homemade. Exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I, the, the fuck her is because it was from the store exactly, and not which homemade. Is right. One of the greatest jokes. <laughs> it's pretty great to me in the history. It's I, pretty great. I say things all the time where like someone asks me, "Oh yeah, how was it?" I say, oh, "From the store." Yeah, and I get no response. No, they don't say fuck her. No, they say nothing. No. Yeah. They don't get it. I would. I know you would. Buddy. You, you, I'm sure you have. Yeah. So there you go. But, I have and I would. Yeah. I'd do it again. Ah, oh, fuck her. <laughs> it's great. I love that joke. I think it's just so good. It's a, it is such a great and joke. And it's really subtle. Like, it's not, you know, this isn't, yeah, this is not a yeah. bottom chum ching no. <laughs> moment. There's no rim shot here. It's just funny. Bottom chum ching? <laughs> it's also my favorite Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Butum chum ching. Butum chum ching. <laughs> Wasn't he in all those black exploitation films? <laughs> Butum chum ching. But no, you're right. There's no like rim shot, right? Yeah, There's it's no. Very, yeah, it's very. It's very he subtle. just throws it away, but yeah. it's, pru- it's beautiful. And then it's beautiful. and then Lemming gets right right into it. You know, it's, oh fuck her. Because he's dying right to tell the story, yeah. right? For sure, he is. It's the what, the only thing that overcomes his fear 
about what's going to happen to him is desire to tell Ricky how great he is. That's right. That's so true. (laughs) It's It's a desire to share the war story, the most recent one, the victorious one. Yeah, it's his pride, I guess, is what it is. He feels like he's back, baby. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's back. He's got his balls back. He does. Yeah. Now, do you have these moments like, I'm trying to think how to say it but oh, i love this yeah Go so ahead. like where he, like every they say in this movie everyone is his job like you feel like you know your job right like i do someone came up to you and like there's no you, question you call yourself a technical director yes i do yeah, exactly <laughs> like you know your job yeah come at me bro exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for sure and i think everybody feels that way like for anybody sure. who's in a, been in a job for a while feels like yeah i know what i'm doing right you know, this is my thing yeah you know so yeah people do yeah they, they get really comfy and really like, yeah, I got this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so you want to have that opportunity where you're with a coworker and you're like, oh my God, you're never going to believe what happened. For sure you do. You know, and you yeah. tell this story and yeah, the other yeah. person's like, oh my God, yeah. that, that <laughs> reminds me of the time that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it just goes off on this whole thing. Yeah. But you're looking for someone to like commiserate with. For sure. And just be like, no, you're right. You do know what you're doing. Yeah, that's clearly. right. That's right. Uh, you, Anyone who didn't would not have had this story to tell. Exactly. Right? Yeah, would not have reacted that way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's, it's a very truthful. This feels very real it and does. honest yeah, to me, yeah. this whole thing. I agree. So it really works. I agree. Yeah. It's great. It is great. It's great. Uh, so... So fuck her. Okay, Bruce Harriet. Yeah, what we have to do is admit to ourselves that we see the opportunity and, and take, it. take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's back to where he was like at the end of like two minutes ago where right. he was talking about, you do get the, you opportunity. Do get the opportunity. You get it, we get it, we all get it. And yeah. so he's right back in yeah, yeah. on that same jag. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you do get the opportunities. Yeah. You get them as I get them. Ricky. <laughs> that I don't care. He's told, oh, I miss Dave Moss already. I miss him. I miss him. <laughs> he just left. But we're, we're never going to see him again. No, that's, that is sad. I mean, that's the, that's the saddest part, that right? It's really sad. It's like watching him. <laughs> Watching him disappear over the horizon. And in a movie. And knowing that's the last time you're ever going to see him. Yeah. In a movie, he doesn't even get to come back out for the curtain call. No, no like, curtain call. It. No. It's not like, you know, Glenister, they they put him on a cur- on a gurney and they bring him back out for the curtain call every night. And, he, and they, I believe gurney is now his nickname. <laughs> and they raise up one of his arms and wave it at the audience. Robert the gurney Glenister. He's <laughs> like a football player who's near, just holds up the thumbs up as they're rolling you him off the really field. You can't really extend the thumb the full way, but it's like he's poking it out there a little bit. The audience people cheers. start, yeah, yeah they're boy. so happy, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. That's that all sounds right to me. Cease and desist orders <laughs> in the mail, you motherfuckers. God damn it! They only called me to gurney once. <laughs> all right, it's not like it's stuck or anything. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robert. I didn't mean, I mean it. No, I didn't. I mean no ill will. No, we love. I him. love Glenister. I do too. He's just—he's become something more than Glenister, yes. and he has to own that. <laughs> he's taken on a life of his own. That's right. Besides yeah. his own life, he's not just Robert Glenister no. anymore. <laughs> he's Robert fucking Glenister. That's right. Uh, you don't you forget it, <laughs> cocksucker. This is probably the greatest career move he's ever made, taking that part, because he's getting a lot of extra, you know, publicity here on this show. That's right. He doesn't even know about. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's never known publicity like this. <laughs> he's getting the GGGR minute bump. Only. Oh, there's a bump. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he hasn't known publicity like this since he collapsed on stage during a live performance. <laughs> All of the best uh, casting directors, producers, directors are listening to this. 
and they've got and if they're not they should be he's on the tip of their mind right now because <laughs> they, he keeps they keep hearing about what an That's amazing right they hear his voice and they're like oh i like the oh sound let's of that get guy. that guy yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. that's what he sounds like yes yes god damn <laughs> pieces of shit <laughs> oh Glenn, it's all right so it's that it, and sit, we sit there, and I got the pen out, and that's when Ricky says, always be closing. Like, Ricky just throws yeah. it in. Like, I got the pen out. The pen. He knows what's... Always be closing. What's interesting about this, the thing with the stats, and this thing with the pen... All right, because I got thoughts, too. Okay, I, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to me that there... It, it indicates that there's, like, a way they've been trained to sell. You know what I mean? Like... Like, the, the machine never said, so I got him there, and I took out all my stats, and I put them out. He... Ricky knows that when you get somebody in the kitchen, you you lay the stats out. That's the next yeah. step. Yeah. Right? Ricky knows if you've had the crumb cake, you're pretty far along in the <laughs> yeah, right. in the process. Exactly. Like he gets it. Yeah. And if you've got the pen out, That's right. you know the next thing is yeah. to get them to close. Yes. You've got to close it. Yes. So the, and it, what should you be doing? Always, always be, closing. be closing. So it seems to me that there is a there's a suggested or a recommended process through Agreed. which all this stuff happens. Agreed. And he, and we don't get we don't need to know all the steps because no. Ricky knows all the steps. That's right. And he's kind of guiding us through the process. That's right. And not to jump ahead, but there's a thing in the next minute that is so that so exemplifies what you're talking about that I can't wait to get to it. Okay, good. But we're gonna get to it. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. You're just you're just ahead of the curve again. You're well, seeing it before it happens. I innovate. <laughs> or you just watch the movie when you're not supposed to. <laughs> Whatever it is, you're ahead of the curve on this one. And you're absolutely right. There is definitely a preferred method or like, a, you know, a protocol, yeah, if protocol. you will. A, a, a paradigm. A protocol. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. And maybe they've been trained in it. I don't know. Or For if, sure or they the, have. Or if the training just happens sort of, you know, on the street. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. So do They're, you think... Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, so do you think that they do... They're trainees for a week or so? Yeah. They do ride-alongs? They do ride-alongs, yeah, yes. for sure. And perhaps, maybe, they yeah. do simulations where they... <laughs> oh, yeah. Know, somebody, where I'll play. Yeah, we yeah. role-play, mm-hmm. and you for play sure. the customer, for and sure I play they do the that. salesman. For sure they do 100%. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. We used to do... I, Oh boy! Speaking of here, we go. I used to do pharmaceutical sales simulations. Have we talked about this? I, can you leave? No. <laughs> God damn it! I can't believe every time you remind me of it, I'm like, why is he in so your funny. house? So why, <laughs> why is he in your house? Why do you let this guy in every goddamn week? One time we did a project in uh, the um, what's the what's the dome where the Spurs play in San Antonio? The uh, uh, yeah, Alamo Dome. Alamo Dome. The Thank Alamo you. Dome. Yeah, well done. So, uh, and we built out all of these doctor's offices on the floor of the Alamo Dome. Yes. And the salespeople would come in and they'd rotate through these different offices. And we had four different doctors, doctor characters, right? There were uh-huh. sort of doctor types. For sure. There's Dr. Brown, Dr. You know, Green, Dr. Uh-huh. Whoever. <laughs> and so they would go through all four offices. But we had like 100 offices and they were all occupied by, you know, a bunch of Browns, a bunch of Dr. Greens, a bunch of Dr. Whites, gotcha. whatever. Gotcha. So when lunch happened... Uh, will you go to lunch? <laughs> yes, I will. So when lunch happens, you know, all the salespeople go away and then the, the actors who were hired to play the doctors get <laughs> lunch too. So all out of all these offices come people that are all dressed exactly the same. Oh, so right, all the Dr. Greens are dressed the same. All the Dr. Browns are dressed the same. <laughs> I love it. And I was walking down like one of the hallways of this fake, you know, world that we had created uh-huh. on the floor of the Alamo Dome. And I heard one of the actors say to the other one, you know, I just don't know if Dr. Brown would use a red pen. 
And I was like, man, these guys are in it. They are like... <laughs> I'd be like, excuse they me. They are totally uh, in it. Can I see your red pen for a second? <laughs> and then I would stab it into his fucking neck. Because <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Use the pen you're given, asshole. That's not what this is about. I got to tell you. so in character, There's though. a time and a place for what you're doing, and it's not this. <laughs> You jackass. I loved it. It was so great. You did? Oh, you it loved great. it? Yeah. But you loved it because he was an asshole, right? Yeah, well, just because the whole thing was so it's surreal. It's absurd. It's yeah. absurd, yes. Yeah, well, we had built out all these, all the offices had like, you know, <laughs> yeah. fake diplomas on the wall yeah. and they were all specialized for Dr. Brown had one, Dr. Green had different ones. All the offices of each doctor type were decorated you know, differently yeah. for that doctor type. For sure, so for it was sure. just the amount of thought that goes into this is so ridiculous. And then the actor shows up and he's like, red pen, green pen, you know, I don't know. Well, my name is Dr. Green. So it does make sense to have a green pen, right? It would be like my thing. Like everybody who knows like me. Like My Dr. Brown's signature is really small. Because you know he's got a lot on his mind. He really can't really. It's real. Then you can't really read it. You know he's like a doctor. He's, yeah. When he when I write out a prescription as Doctor Brown, it's very hard to read. <laughs> yeah. All I like how stuff. we both made him Johnson like Riley. Yeah. Oh, Riley. Well, I, was, you know, I was playing his doctor this one time, and I was like, um, <laughs> "No, we had we were all we had a great experience. We were all everybody was." We were all just giving, you know, like it was, and when then we had this talk about the pen, and we were like, this is like a pen, it's not really going to matter to the scene or anything, right? But you'd be surprised, because like, the pen, the color pen, really, it really matters, it really mattered. Now we have to cast John C. Riley. Yes! <laughs> I love it. All right. uh, well, you know, I, it would be, I, I, anything, it would be an honor to play to do any of these, really. I'd like to do any of them. I'd do any of these roles. I really would. I'd be excited. I'd be so excited. And he's got experience, David Mamet, because he was, of course, in, uh, in Hoffa. Of course. Yeah. Oh, Hoffa. Yeah. We haven't talked much God about damn, Hoffa. damn, I love that movie. Do you? I know. Yeah. I love it. It's good. I think DeVito was, did an amazing job directing that movie. He that did film. a nice job, yeah. Uh-oh. No, I like it. Don't get me wrong. Nah. I've seen it ah. many times. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like you're withholding a little bit. It's just, yeah. It seems like you maybe you don't love it, you know? Like, exactly. Yeah, it's not near the top of my list. I just think it's okay. I think it's really good. I guess that's, you know, you can feel that way if you want to. I just think it, there, are, there, are, there are parts of it that drag a little bit for me. It's not, for me, it's not my favorite of the mammoth ca- canon. Get I guess down off say. your cross, pal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a fine film. It's really good. I know. I really love it. You it's do? It's really good. Yeah. Okay. But it's, again, it's not my, one of my favorites. But it's, it's, not good. One of, it's not in the top five, mammoth? No. Not in the top five? Nope. That's bananas. Well, right, we got to... We'll get on. We got to get on yeah. that. Yeah, we'll have a mini so ranking about the that mammoth at some films. point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, it. John C. Riley. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Where, um, where's he go? Who would they play? Who would they play? Rick and Jay, Tina Fey, Marvin Gaye, and F.M. Ray. Who would they play? Who would they play? Roger Moore, Shonda Moore, Pauly Shore, Boxer Gore. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? What, who do you got? It's a couple places. I guess he could go. If you do not have the goddamn lead. Yeah, that's the first place. Right? I don't know. That makes the most sense, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And now he's older, so he kind of would fit the role would be, He would be better. so good. Yeah, he'd be really he'd be good. so good. I think that's the choice. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, uh, I can't close him. <laughs> he'd be an interesting link also. Yeah, he would be a good... Oh, a really good link. Yeah. But I can't... 
I can't pass up all the, the Arano goodies <laughs> that he would give us. All right, well, let's see. Will you go with me on that? I'll, I will go with you. Or do we have you? to like flip a coin? I'll or? go with you and for you where I'm shit. Well, <laughs> you know the rule. <laughs> now you have to act in accordance with the That's rule. That's what I'm doing. No, only this one time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, where's the, where's, the new, where's the new Who Would They Play jingle, <sighs> mister? You had a snow day. What were you doing? I was busy. What, doing what? I don't remember. You were you had a snow day. No, I was. You're busy in the house. Yeah, I, I don't believe you're ever home and busy. No, I'm always busy. <laughs> I mean, with things other than Madden. <laughs> you consider that busy? I don't consider no. that busy. No, I save that. Uh, no, for my late night. Late <laughs> when night. your work is done. Yeah, well, you at get the end the of the day, I All get right. to the Madden. But no, I uh, no, I definitely was setting up a new NAS drive at home. I was doing a little innovating on our home <laughs> network. <laughs> And so that took a lot of work, actually. But it seems to be working well now. Oh, great. Yeah. How's that benefit us? Well, it's as a, good, a team. It's a great place for us to store our archived <laughs> oh, episodes. All right. And other things. See, just show me how it benefits me, and I'm in, baby. There you go. But file sharing, it'll help with that. Get to that jingle. We teased okay. it. There's lyrics. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. sitting there waiting on you. I know, I know. All you got to do is put well, you knew I was mouth busy. to microphone. <laughs> you know, how, I was doing some work. Did stuff? I know yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, you have been busy, yeah. but you had a snow day. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Who's in right. the Arano Corral? Okay. That's a great question. We we got... I feel like it's crowded. No. Okay. Oh. Quite the opposite. It's lean. It is our least... Really? Uh, what? Our least inhabited corral. <laughs> least populated? It has two people in it. Oh, well, who are they? I, I can't even begin to explain how one happened. <laughs> The other one has been the staple, and I think that's well, why we never touched it. One could have been drunk typing. I mean, you can always, <laughs> I, you can always say that could have happened. I would not have typed Fargy Margenhag if I was sober. <laughs> I'm kidding. But the one has been a staple since we started. Uh, you can remember. Uh, oh, sliced along. Well, that's why, because it's so hard that's to right. top we, ne- we never even thought twice about it. Yeah, we were like, oh, we got to have Sly in But now, uh, all right, Sly, you know, I, <laughs> hey, you know, we could occupy the same corral, but I think, you know, push come show, I'm going to, this role is mine. <laughs> that's what I think. That's John C. Riley. And, and Jamie Farr was the other. <laughs> Oh, that's great! Yeah, in his in his house dress playing Arano. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, Holy love shit! It. I right. love it. That's a good one. Yeah, that was. A- so can we go Arano on him? Because yeah. Link is great. Yeah, I'm done. I'm. But I, there's so many links. I did it like five minutes ago. Well, I, I think we did it. <laughs> is what I think happened. You see how we? If your language is your truth, do you see how how I consider it an us and you consider it a me? No, it's a real problem, buddy. <laughs> It's a real struggle <laughs> with you. <laughs> All right. So I've got the pen out. Yeah, yeah. Always be closing. Always be closing. Weird. Weird from Ricky. For me. Really? Remember I said I had something to say about yeah, this too? Say it yeah, say now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's weird. I think it's weird coming from Ricky. I feel like Ricky, and this might be my, I might just be projecting this onto the canvas, that the beautiful canvas that is Ricky, uh-huh. but... I feel like it's company speak. It's not how he works. He wouldn't want to be told that. Uh-huh. It doesn't seem like Ricky Roma to me. Interesting. I see you, what you're saying. You do? I do. Okay. However, I think he is always thinking always be closing. Always but be he closing. thinks about it in a different way. Yeah, okay. He I'll does, buy that. He, he's always closing in his own way. Yes. 
rather than in the way they tell but ne- him to. But never overlooking an opportunity is, is all he means. Exactly. There. Right. Yeah. Got exactly. it. Exactly. Got it. Got it. I think you're right. I'm turned around so, on that. Okay, cool. All right. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got the pen out. Always yes. be closing. Yeah. And then Shelly does, uh, Lemon does this great thing. <laughs> do it. I can't do it. You do it. Do it. You, you do, do it. it. No, I can't do it. I can't it. do you it. You do it. <laughs> you're going to have to do it. I don't, I don't you have. You are all things Shelly. <laughs> Just describe what you're talking about. Says, oh, God, that's yes, what I'm that's saying. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, he's really emphatic about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's and like rolls his eyes like way up into his head. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Because he's like so, he's like, oh, God, that's what I've been saying. He, yes. You know, he's just like. And it's like the old ways. Like yeah. he's really excited to it's be like doing it again like he used to. He's so sales constipated. <laughs> you know, he's just trying to squeeze one out. You know what I mean? Just, God, that's what I've been saying. You're so icky. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is it always like that stuff with you? <laughs> I'm very scatological. <laughs> it's the only logical you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he you're right. It's he is he does seem sales constipated yeah, and yeah. clearing the pipes as it were. Right, exactly. Has really been close that motherfucker. Yeah, that's get right. him to sign the check. Convert the motherfucker. Oh, that's that, I have a note that's because right. because that specifically seems like odd verbiage to me. I like it. It's the first time we've heard that. Yeah. I like it too. And again, it sounds convert, like convert though. Yeah. Right? I've, and it does sound like you said before corporate speak. It's like that's what they were taught. This is the, you know, those like, you know, back in the day, Mitch and Murray were like, you got to convert these sales. You know, they're, they're customers now, but we want to convert them to money or whatever. There's a transaction. Yes. Convert them is the thing that really religious took me aback. Yes. I have, uh, things you hear at a cult meeting (laughs) is the note I took. (laughs) Um, I, things that you hear after an and one in the NBA or at a cult meeting. Yeah. Right. Convert that motherfucker. Convert that motherfucker. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. But I think that is how they sort of look at the clients. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I made air quotes. You did. Clients. Yeah. Convert that motherfucker. motherfucker. Get him to sign the check. Yep. Sell him. Sell him. Make him sign the check. That's right. Yeah. And uh, and they got their money in government bonds. That's right. Right? <laughs> so I don't care Which, where your money is now. I know where I want your money to be. <laughs> so I have to convert it from your government bonds into my... So I'm trying to decide... 20-foot boat. If the, if the government bonds are for Shelly... A plus or a minus? You know what I mean? Like, is it good that uh-huh. the is it good that the uh-huh. Nyborgs have their money in government bonds, or is it bad? Would he rather them just have it in the bank? I think he or, just like, likes that they have it. Could it be somewhere? That, well, could it be that the government bonds <laughs> are something that's easy to sell against? I can't because, imagine that's true. Because he's saying, well, the government bonds are safe, but look at your return. You're waking what two percent on these things? Mm-hmm. I'm offering you at least an eight percent return on that's this, right. and you're going to make a lot more money that's than you will on these right. stupid government bonds. So it might be easy to talk about how the interest rate is so far inferior exactly. with a government bond. Exactly, yeah. that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's easy to sell against it because mm-hmm. it, even though the government bonds are like insured and right, they're right. you know there's like a, a, a it's a safer low risk investment, you're not getting a big return. Yeah. Whereas on a higher risk, you know, That's real right. estate deal, you yeah. could get ten percent, twenty percent. I mean you could say That's whatever. Right. Yeah. So And for your initial investment, it's so worth it. Yeah. And it sounds like it, the way he says it, they've got their money in government bonds. It sounds like it's a benefit to Shelley. Like yeah. this is he's he's excited that that's where their money is. That is that how you took it? I, that is how I, I take took it. I took it in a neutral way. Okay. He was like, now here's the shot, Rick. <laughs> they had their money in government bonds. 
we've dealt with this before, right? You and I, we know how this goes. So all I had to do was show them that their percentage of, of interest was so much blah, blah, blah. Right. So yeah, I think, but it, it, maybe it was a benefit. Maybe he saw it as a benefit. But, but what, the way he's feeling, it doesn't matter where they had their money. Yeah. Put it in the mattress. Right. Put it in government bonds. Right? He's going to get it from yeah, them, where, wherever take it. it is. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bury it in the backyard. I'm out there with a the shovel, Rick. I got my <laughs> sleeves rolled up, and I'm thinking, do or die. That's now right. is the time to dig That's right. for this money. Yeah. So he's going to go all the way. Yeah. I, we're going all the way. We're going the whole route. He plans it <laughs> out, eight units. 82 grand. 82 grand. I tell him this is now. This is, this is the that thing, thing you've been dreaming of. This is, I love this metaphor. Yeah, do it. It's so good. Do it, do it. This is the suitcase on the train. Very evocative. The man walks in Comes the room. Comes the door with a <laughs> bag full of money. case is full of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. And it's, what's funny about it is the it's the suitcase on the train. Right. Right, which... Is the, has is, to be referencing something specific. I just don't know what it is. Well, I think it's the old idea of just like, uh, and it, it really is an old idea if you're talking about a suitcase on a train. Right. Because people don't really go long distances on a train where they need a suitcase anymore. Yeah, right? I know. Even in the 90s, I don't think that that's happened right. all that much. There's something about a train. Well, back in the old days, that was magic. a fancy, really cool Do you remember way to that travel. song, though? Something on a train. That's yeah, it was like an 80s commercial for Amtrak. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> you don't remember that? <laughs> no. It was like Joe Cocker or someone like Joe Cocker. <laughs> It's like, there's something about a dream that's magic. <laughs> now that you, know, does, you remember that? Now it starts to ring a it bell. It was so yeah. good. I used to sing it all the time. I'm sorry. But there is something about a train. Yeah, I love train travel. Yeah, me too. And back in the day, you know, in the I think of like the 40s and stuff like that, where because you, you see in the movies all these fancy people traveling on trains. Yeah, murder, it was a, yes. Murder, murder on the Orient yes. Express, all that kind of stuff. It was stuff. a high class way to travel. It was. Yeah. And the old. Were you taking a bus? Right, exactly. The dream, <laughs> the dream was somebody gets off the train, forgets their suitcase, and you're like, oh and my gosh, that oh man forgot a suitcase. Oh, you okay. open it up, and it's full of money. So that's like a trope you're telling me. Yeah, it is kind a trope. Of. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so you just discovered. Now, now the second part of that trope, of course, is what do you do? You know, like an honest person would be like, oh, conductor. You know, that man left this bag of money here. All right, but Bill. For someone like Shelly Levine, it's just going to be do? like, I'm taking that money. What do you do? What do I do? What do you do? It's a dilemma. Let's say right? this scenario happens to you. Yeah. What do you do? I, I turn it in. You do? Yeah. The whole kit and caboodle? Yeah. Come on. You're not taking a couple of honey off the top and throwing it in your pocket? Uh-uh. Why not? Because, you know. Finder's fee. <laughs> well, I'm hoping the guy will give me something. Finder's fee. The guy will give me something. You can't. You can't trust that end. that'll happen? No, I don't expect what it. What if he owes that money to a bunch of heavies? Well, He's not giving you anything off the top. That's for sure. You got to take it. You got to take it and put it in your pocket. But then That's then, how it was when I found it. But then... <laughs> That's yeah, how I do it. Then the heavies are coming after me for no. the couple hundy. Well, maybe. Yes. Yeah, no, maybe. You might be right about that. But that's a chance I'm willing to take. Heavies aren't looking for me. They're looking for the guy that left the bag on the train. I'm fine. I can take whatever I want out of that bag and then just claim it was like that when I found it's it. It's no country for old men, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. He finds exactly. the bag full of money. Exactly. And what's he do? He takes it and he gets in a ton of trouble he because does. of that. But yes, he does. But he's up against some pretty stiff competition. <laughs> well, I don't, not everyone's walking around with a cattle prod calling you friendo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's you're not often going to run into that guy. You take a bag of money. I guess that's is all true. I'm saying. That's true. Well, but, I take. I, what I'm saying is, I skim a little bit off the top. <laughs> then I say, Mister Conductor, look what I found. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Where, where do you draw the line, though? It's skimming. How much is in the bag? Uh, I'll tell you. 
Well, you don't know. The bag is full of money. It's, it's just it's full of money, but brim. it's like a supple leather satchel yeah, full of money. It's filled to the brim, yeah. Okay. So how much do you take that it's not immediately obvious? If there are like packs of thousands, yeah. like you know how they'll wrap a thousand? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll take a couple of those. Okay. Yeah. And one of them's got the transmitter in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seen too many movies. They don't have any transmitters. <laughs> the fuck out of here with your transmitters. <laughs> So the second half of the sentence that he says is, you know, the suitcase on the train. And then he says that man walks in the, the man room, walks in the, yeah, the bag is full of the money, bag is full of money, which is hilarious. Right. That he says in the movie, in the script there, you're looking at yeah. right? the play script. I think he yeah. says the man walks in the door, comes right? in the door. And I think in the movie he says room. I think maybe you're right. That was just a, it maybe could have been said a, the wrong thing. Yeah, word. they like to take otherwise, so they kept it. Yeah, something because yeah. it's weird because it's like he, if he's on a tra- if the bag is on a train, <laughs> right? There are no rooms on a train. No, I think it's a separate <laughs> thought. Like these two things, it's like these two things that could happen. Okay, about suitcase finding a train, suitcase in a bag of money, or a man walks, or a man, in man the room. delivers you a bag of money and you don't know why, <laughs> which happens all the time for me. I mean, again, I think it's probably a reference I don't get. Maybe. Both of these seem to me. <laughs> To be like some reference to an old movie. I thought they were the same reference. Maybe like you're I thought they were the same maybe thing. You're right. But I don't. But I, if you find the suitcase on the train, there's no guy. Right. He's that gone. Walks in. So I think yeah. it's two separate ideas about finding a shit ton of money. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm confused by it. But yeah. I, but I like it. Nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. But the bag, it's full of money. It is. It's Harriet. Filled with money. Bruce. The bag is full of money. <laughs> and then he doesn't want to. And then he gets serious. Yes. He gets serious. He brings it down. He doesn't want to fuck around. I'm not fucking with you. He does not want to fuck around. Bruce, Harriet. That's how we started this whole nonsense. Was That's him right. not fucking around with them. With, yeah. He's not fucking around with either of them. No. And he's got yeah, like, the, the machine is, is running high right here. <laughs> right? Full octane. Coming in hot. On the machine. He's coming yeah. in hot. Yeah. He's revved up, baby. <laughs> That machine is revved up, and he's gonna he's gonna close these motherfuckers. He's gonna convert them. I mean, he's, so, got, he's got his balls back, and he and he has to do it. I yeah, mean, this is it's now or never. It's do or die. Yeah, yeah. So and he does it. He does. To, as far we'll, as he's we'll concerned, find that out later, <laughs> of course. Right. But at least at this point, he is. Uh, at this point, he can be. He can he can commit to the reverie right. because he did it. And, and at this point, he held the pen. Right. <laughs> and he's about to get up sort of on his soapbox here and deliver like the come to Jesus moment. You I mean, know, which is like, Bruce Harriet, I'm not fucking around. This is you know, one then, of the best war stories you'll ever hear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you could pick through all the war stories that you wanted to sit through, the one he's about to get into is one you're going to loosen your tie for. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah. You're going to sit in there. You're going to settle in. You're going to hunker down. You're going to enjoy You're going to hold steady. You're going to shut the fuck up. That's right. You're going to be quiet about it. Yeah. Because the machine is talking. Right. And the next minute is when it's sort of the turning point of that sto- of the story, you know, where he really convinces them to, to come along with him and to, to sign. Right. But, but by sheer will. Yeah. And I I mean, we're teasing it now. But it's are. not really sales tactics or the brilliant things he said. He just waited them out. Yeah. He just wanted it more. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going anywhere. They're like, you're going to have to sign this to get rid of me, That's motherfucker. Right. This guy's still holding his pen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Harriet, want to... he's been sitting there holding that pen for 20 minutes. We can't just let him. We leave. can't just let him hold the pen there. We got to do something. <laughs> well, I don't want to sign the thing. No, I don't either. But he's just holding the pen. He won't put the fucking pen down. I got no choice but to sign the deal. What am I supposed to do? He, can't we just ask him to leave? He could be here for days. <laughs> We're almost out of crumb cake. This is like a filibuster. We don't know when it's going to end. That's exactly what he's doing. He's just waiting them out. Yeah. 
It's amazing. Anyway, we'll get into that next minute. <laughs> you have something. I don't know. I'm looking down to see. Well, you, you said you had have. a WWTP. Oh, yeah. You said you had one of those to queue up. You want to do that now? Okay. Is this is now a good time for that? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I got to say, before we get into it, <laughs> and you can play the jingle, uh-huh. we should play the jingle because okay. we're definitely going to do it. Who would they play? Who would they play? But this whole <laughs> entire cast—it's taking that's off. Not how I ever conceived this this game. But it's taking off. You have to well, admit. I mean, it's the game that's sweeping America. <laughs> it's, you're only saying that because you brought an entire cast to play. <laughs> that's the only reason. But I'm not the only one doing purporting it. Purporting its popularity. Just in the last week, we've had Sesame Street done online I can't, on Twitter. I won't even acknowledge that it happened. <laughs> it was awesome. No. And we had. Uh, uh, Law and Order also okay. happens. I, I like Eleni Briscoe. That's all I'm going to say about that. Those two were great. <laughs> okay. In fact, we should we should recap them for people, but I don't have it in front of me right now, so maybe we'll save that for another. Yeah, episode. we'll get into that on an episode. But because the Law and Order thing does seem to sync up pretty well. Yeah, and I thought the Sesame Street one was hilarious. Yeah, no, a hundred percent hilarious. Yeah, really funny. Loved it. Um, I think that was David. Uh, who started that one? That'd be my guess. Dave Kincannon. Yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. Who we'll give him a shout out. Has his own minute by minute podcast about Willy Wonka. That's right. And the chocolate thing. The this candy is the... talk is hot and heavy. Yeah. So if you enjoyed it our candy thing. It gets a little sticky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give it a listen. The if Wonka. you like, do you like, you I mean, you're a Wonka fan, right? I do like that movie a lot. Yeah, me yeah, too. I've really always, good. I like them. I like the moral lessons yes you know it's, it's like all these little that's morality what really struck plays. me yeah, yeah, yeah i love it yeah and it's uh it's the old classic one of course we're talking about not the new johnny depp version i'm sorry the new yeah. one yeah I know. we don't what, even there's not even I, a discussion really yeah so anyway yeah uh, so my suck a dick johnny depp <laughs> so mine suck for a today dip. is the cast of oh boy. yeah oh i'm ready welcome back cotter ah uh. <laughs> and it syncs uh, up. Uh, it syncs up really nicely. Hey, <laughs> so Barbarino you can already is see. Roma? Yes, <laughs> Vinny Barbarino is Ricky Roma. I hate this. <laughs> this is so good. I hate this. So it's much. so good. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Mr. Didn't we we teased this before, right? I don't know if we. You've did. gotten into this before. <laughs> we talked about sweat hogs. At I one remember time or sweat hogs being <laughs> the sales force I, for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I do remember that. That sounds familiar. Well, now okay. we're we're fleshing it out completely. Great, <laughs> great, because it wasn't fine just leaving it no. where it was. No, you got to go all like the way. A, like a light and amusing anecdote. I'm not fucking around. No, we got to really we're going all the we way. We got to break it on down. Eight characters, <laughs> Cotter. <laughs> Okay, so Gabe Cotter, Gabe, Gabe Kaplan, played Gabe Cotter. On it the was show. his name, Gabe. Also, yeah, I didn't well, know that. Yeah, of course. My apologies. No problem. He, of course, <laughs> would be Shelley. Even when you say no problem, you're kind of a dick about it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like staring over your glasses at me, like no problem. <laughs> Just keep it in your pants over there, Zumbo. Right? Was it really Gabe Cotter though? Yeah, that's crazy huh? to me. Yeah. Because he well, couldn't he, remember his actual character name. No, he created the show. He was the creator. Oh. This was this like, whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah. No, was that's based true. on his stand-up routine. But I, Mr. Cotter, I never knew he was Gabe Cotter. Yeah, Gabe Cotter. All right. So it's, it's not like a Tony Danza situation? No. Where they had to call him Tony <laughs> on taxi because he, he, he wouldn't be able to... <laughs> he wouldn't respond to Angela. anything else. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he would be Shelly. 
because he's like the original horse. He's the one of the original sweat hogs. Remember back in the day before you almost said original horseshack. <laughs> I'll you get really? the horseshack. In a I know you will, <laughs> but you almost said it there, which is adorable. So he's Shelley, which makes perfect sense in I'll, my mind. I'll grant you that. Okay. Although um, in in terms of power dynamics, he's more like a Williamson. Well, I got a Williamson for you. I know you do, because <laughs> how could you not, Mister Woodman? Oh, the would be Williamson. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. yeah. So you see where I'm going? I there? do. I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then Horshack, of course, this is, you know, this is a home run. Welcome back. <laughs> I'll just sing that underneath your. Well, who, who do you got? Horshack. I, I got, on. I don't know. This Horshack? Is, this is all you, baby. Horshack is Arano. Arano. Okay. Mean, come yeah, on. That that's, makes sense. That's easy enough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> None of this is easy for me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a, there was an offstage uh, guy named Principal Lazarus. We never saw. Of yeah. course, the, he's Mitch. He will be Mitch, Mitch and, and or Mary. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like it. <laughs> okay. Because he's an offstage guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, and, yeah. He, and he's the, the, you know, he's the authority figure off in the clouds For sure. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Principal Lazarus. That's right. Um, and then, of course, you got, now we got Washington, <laughs> Freddie Boom Boom Washington, and Juan Epstein. <laughs> so, Freddie Boom Boom Washington is Blake. For sure. <laughs> For sure, I knew you right? Were going There's there. no question. I knew you were right? going to say that. Why? Why? How'd you know that? Well, because <laughs> why would you think that? I just, it's just something I picked out of the blue, <laughs> out of the black. <laughs> Terrible. And an Epstein. Who do you have? Do you have him as Blake? Though? I left them blank because I wanted to have a discussion. Because <laughs> I was having a hard time. Okay. Flipping around Blake and uh, and um, Dave Moss with Epstein and Washington. I was having a hard time figuring that out. Now, Epstein did have a bad temper on the show. He did. Initially, you know, he well, was kind of like the yeah, tough little Hispanic scrappy. Hispanic Jew. I mean, yeah, a little, <laughs> that's going to be an angry dude. That's right. yes, <laughs> little me. scrappy Hispanic Jew yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would get in a fight and get in a scrape every once in a while. So that sounded more like a moss Played to by me. old uh, Bobby Hedges. Bob Hedges, our Bob good Hedges. friend. Our that's good right. friend, yeah. yeah. I actually do. I know Bob Hedges. Well, Knew him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Rest in peace. Pour one out for old Bobby Hedges. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. But yeah, he went to our college. That's he how we taught at him. our college. Yes, for, also. Yeah, I took a master class with him there <laughs> one time. He was a good dude. He was. He yeah. was actually a good dude. He really was a very that was a highlight for me. Guy. I remember. Yeah. yeah, really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I mean, okay, so he'll be Moss, and then Washington. There were some dalliances that seemed a little. <laughs> I won't besmirch the man's name. Yeah, come on, let's go. Let's continue. Washington is Blake. Yeah, okay, I can see. Oh, uh, reluctantly, but yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's the clear choice. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better Blake in that cast. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he's so sad. <laughs> so sad. Although, you know, there's... Just because he's a black guy? Uh, yeah. Well, not because so I don't want to give... Not be, no, not because I don't want to so give... You're so racist. No, that's not it at all. It's not because I don't want to give the part to a black guy. It's because we always give the part to a black guy. Well, and that... And I think there's something weird going on. <laughs> You are an innovation. <laughs> you think there's something weird going on. There might be. I don't know. These things seem to line up, though. I, I don't make the rules. I just play by them. And then we've got, of course... Um, and if there was one failing in Baldwin's performance, he's a little white. He's not black. He's a little white. <laughs> to be honest with you, a little too white guy. That would have been really cool for a black guy to come in and yell at all yeah, those white I? guys like that. Thank you. That would have been really Welcome cool. Welcome to the brilliance that is my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Who else you got there? Okay, so, uh, of course, Julie Cotter, his wife, Gabe Cotter's wife, uh-huh. 
was there, so she's somebody. I mean, she could be like a. <laughs> she was like the normal one. Like she didn't understand the whole sweat hog thing and all that stuff. She she, she strikes me as like a uh, a link. Okay. She she would play the James Link part. Yeah, but as a because she mostly listened. Like remember, Cotter would tell her these jokes at the end of every episode. Boy, about do his I, uncle or whatever. That's right. Did you ever watch? You used to watch Welcome Back. Cotter? I, you know, not not like I uh, did a lot of early sitcoms, but I've seen that one enough to know all these characters. Yeah. I had a uh, a Vinnie Barbarino <laughs> oh, and, and and an Arnold Horshack action figure. <laughs> That's how much I watched it. Oh my god! I think I also had a T shirt. They made those. Yeah, I had them. You, did you want to be a sweat hog? I had a t-shirt, in your sweat soul, hog deep down t-shirt. in your soul. I think I did. Yeah, yeah, I think you did too. Well, mostly I wanted, I liked it because it was like old classic comedy. Well, where, who would you have been? I would have been Horshack. You were probably. a Horshacky yeah. type fellow, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember I used to love the part where he would tell the jokes at the end of the episode to his wife. I yeah, think that I, was nice. I think I still remember one. Uh, well, do you want to hear? I, it? I can't wait <laughs> until you share that with okay. us. Okay, because it seems relevant. Yeah. Good. interesting and funny and probably funny okay good yeah so here we go so he said uh, you know i remember my my uncle morty <laughs> my uncle morty used to sleep with his mouth open and he would lay there his mouth wide open and and one night he was sleeping with his mouth open and a mouse ran in there and it wouldn't come out and so my my aunt margaret went to the went to the phone she called the doctor and says doctor doctor morty morty was sleeping with his mouth open and a mouse ran in there and i can't get it out and the doctor says okay calm down here's what you do Go to the refrigerator, get a piece of cheese. Oh, Take the piece of cheese and wave it in front of Morty's mouth. That'll draw the mouse out. I'll be there as soon as I can. So a few minutes later, the doctor comes to the apartment. He goes into the bedroom and Aunt Margaret is waving a fish in front of Uncle Morty's mouth. He's like, what are you doing? I told you to get a piece of cheese. Why no. are you waving that fish? No. And she says, to get the cat out. No. <laughs> Damn it, I knew it. <laughs> Come on, that's that's classic borscht belt comedy right there. You can't. It is. You can't get. No, I, mean, I can't argue with that statement. That is exactly what that is. <laughs> I don't have to like it, but I can't deny that that's what that is. <laughs> and then there was always. Uh, and that really, it's so funny. Those early childhood choices really seem to inform the rest of our lives in a way. Because <laughs> you, that is right in your wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> I mean, I've remembered that joke for like 30 sure. years or yeah. however long. I don't even long doubt time. that you told it a bunch and yeah. pawned it off as your own, maybe. Probably at one time <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So there you go. That away, buddy. So then a couple other characters. You're in innovation. We, the Hotsy Totsy was a character on I there for a short time. I don't recall that character. She was played by the great Deborah Lee, uh, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> great, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The old great Deborah what's her Deborah Lee. Deborah Lee. Uh, Deborah Lee. Now, but her name was Deborah Lee. Okay. And she was on like a 70s TV shows like this one. And she was on uh, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so she could be like Lori Tanchin. Okay. And then finally. Okay. Finally. They had a. Uh, <laughs> so placating with my tone. They had a. <laughs> okay, buddy. Well, who else? Well, do you remember, you know, um, Charles Fleischer? Isn't that his name? Uh, that name rings a bell, but I don't remember him in terms of the show. Uh, yeah, he, well, he he played the the voice of Roger Rabbit in. Um, oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I know the name. For and sure. he was also in uh, Zodiac. He's really creepy oh, yeah. in Zodiac at the end. When one he's of my the favorite guy. movies. Yeah. yeah, he's creepy Love in that. He's great. So he was on Welcome Back, Cotter. He had this recurring role <laughs> okay. as like, as like their uh, nemesis. Yes. His name was Carvelli. 
Yes. And he was hilarious. I remember him. He was so funny. Yeah. I loved Carvelli. <laughs> okay. And so uh, I'd like to see him as um, as Bruce Altman, as Larry Spano. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that's it. That's the cast of... Uh, I got nothing Welcome to like oppose or take umbrage with. As I don't care about any of this. So <laughs> just let it sit. Yeah, just let it go. <laughs> That's at Bill Weingartner. If you want if you guys want to jostle around a sweat hog here and there. Yeah, exactly. Different from what everyone in our audience is like a fucking sweat hog? <laughs> what the fuck is a sweat hog? <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you're too young to know what this is all about, check it out. Because welcome back, Cotter. Or don't. <laughs> it's really fine. One you of the, haven't missed a thing. Oh, one of the great um sitcom theme songs of all time though. Come Welcome on. back. Yeah, John Sebastian. No, it's a great theme. Yeah. Yeah, after the first minute of the that episode, you <laughs> can just out. shut it right down. <laughs> your dreams were your ticket out. That's right. But you're still there. It's a sad, it's a bittersweet song. To the same old place that you laughed about. That's right. It's beautiful. No, it is. What am I saying? <laughs> Are you convincing me that it's a good theme? Because I love it. But I love all TV themes. Oh, okay. Earlier, I was singing the Silver Spoons theme. Well, just yeah, because I love that. You do. That's a great one. Here Another we are. Classic. <laughs> face, face to face. A couple of silver a couple spoons. A couple of silver spoons. I love that one, too. Hoping to find. We're two of a kind. Making it go. Making it grow together. together. <laughs> We're going to find our way. It's like the theme of our podcast, buddy. That's, it really is. <laughs> this is like the Silver Spoons of David Mamet. <laughs> if David Mamet had written an episode of Silver Spoons... Uh-huh. This would fucking be it. Yeah. Dad, we're rich. Fuck you, son. <laughs> I'm rich. I don't know what the fuck this we is. Get off that fucking train. <laughs> break it. <laughs> yeah. That train is for going to the kitchen only. No fucking joy rides on the fucking train. The fuck out of here. Go sleep in your race car bed, you piece of shit. Okay, this got so meta and weird. I don't know that anybody is keeping up. No. But Silver Spoons, look it up. It's great. <laughs> or don't. It's great. <laughs> of course. Well, my show had Alfonso Ribeiro. It, what does right. your show have? Freddie Boom Boom Washington. There's <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And John Travolta before he was John Travolta. I mean, come it's on. It's like really weird. Yeah, before he went completely batshit crazy. <laughs> you know? Back when he was a human being. Yeah. So got that was he and robert and robert hedges coming bobby on. hedges yeah my favorite yeah yeah come on it's got a lot going for, it. for sure for sure it and did some classic porch <laughs> belt comedy oh my god <laughs> for the cats <laughs> <sighs> well fizzler yeah are you pleased i'm happy okay <laughs> if the fizzler's happy then i'm happy that's that's this week's episode there it is thanks for listening yeah stay tuned for more of the Shelley war story because it's fucking great yeah yeah and we'll get that coming up straight away that's right all right all right bye bye, bye.